This talk is offered by Ordinary Mind Zendo. Ordinary Mind was founded by Barry Magid, Dharma heir of Charlotte Joko Beck, and is dedicated to her vision of a psychologically minded Zen practice adapted to the needs of American students practicing in the context of their everyday lives. Our public programs are made possible by donations from people like you. Last week, I was attending a meeting of the LZTA, the Lay Zen Teachers Association. It was held up in Garrison. This was their fourth annual meeting. And I thought I would tell you a little bit about that meeting and what that organization represents and uh, why I'm a part of it. mission statement says that the member teachers affirm that the belief that the Dharma can be fully practiced, realized, and transmitted in lay life. And this is a somewhat controversial or in some areas even radical idea for those who trained monastically or residentially and for whom that form of practice uh, is not only the most effective means to the end of realization, but for whom that life itself is the manifestation, expression of realization. This is an idea you would find in Dogen, that uh, in the same way that Zazen itself is not a technique for producing realization, but is an expression of realization. For many people, the extension of that idea is that the life of the monk is the full expression of that realization. But for lay teachers, we fully realize and express a bodhisattva ideal being in the world going about our lives, doing our jobs, interacting with our friends and family. And we have to be able to see and maintain and realize the Dharma in every context. When we chant at the beginning of these Dharma talks, that this dharma is rarely encountered. Part of the reason that it's rarely encountered is that uh, we habitually believe that it can only be encountered somewhere else. And we all carry around some idealized picture of where the real thing is taking place whether it's in some monastery or in Japan or some mountaintop, some esoteric setting with a 
stereotypically idealized Asian master. And uh, one of the great obstacles to truly realizing the Dharma is to be able to experience it fully here and now and see yourself as its manifestation. Now the Lays and Teachers group arose you know, about five years ago, the idea of that, because a lot of people were trained in residential centers that were oriented around monastic practice and priestly practice, where priest and monastic were categories that got blurred. But the idea being that if you were truly committed to the Dharma, you left home, shaved your head, put on robes, lived residentially. And it was fine for laymen to practice, but if they were serious, you know, they would come uh, live at the Zen Center. And so even though people eventually became teachers in traditions like that, lineages like that of Suzuki Roshi at the San Francisco Zen Center, uh, those teachers, as lay teachers, were not fully empowered uh, to transmit the Dharma. Uh, many ways they were given lots of work to do in terms of teaching and organization and running the center, but they couldn't transmit. Um, We called them uh, Zen mules. They could do all the work, but they couldn't reproduce. Uh, so in part, this organization started out uh, with an attempt to, uh, at mule liberation and uh, to, <laughs> to give such folks full empowerment. Uh, but the organization has grown considerably since then. There are now 65 teacher members. And uh, much of the growth has been expanding to centers like ours, which are completely freestanding, or not affiliates with any uh, monastic uh, training center. And for many of these, the new people, um, they take for granted uh, that teachers in these freestanding centers are fully empowered uh, Dharma teachers and don't realize um, what has gone on uh, in some of the monastic centers in terms of uh, equality among different kinds of teachers. And part of what is uh, wonderful to see happening in these uh, meetings is all the different forms that teaching is taking place now. Uh, getting away from this kind of uh, stereotypical uh, Zen master uh, in the monastery model as the sole way of teaching and realizing that people teach in a whole variety of ways out in the world, some of which uh, look very different than the old forms.
But one of the real challenges of being a lay teacher, being the student of a lay teacher, is to really um, believe deep in your bones the truth of that mission statement, that the Dharma can be fully practiced, realized, and transmitted right here in a place like this, where nobody is walking, you know, shaving their heads and wearing robes and uh, living monastically. Can we really believe ourselves that this is the real thing? Or do we always project that idea of the real thing somewhere else, somewhere that... Um, conforms more to our image of what it should look like. And unfortunately, it's always elusive and um, never looks like us. I uh, was corresponding for a while with a uh, young man, a graduate student, uh, was doing some research in Zen, and he had practiced uh, for a while in uh, Vipassana modes and with uh, Thich Nhat Hanh's uh, Plum Village model. And uh, he wrote me he just attended his first Rinzai Sashin at a monastery. And uh, it was like nothing he had ever done before, you know, getting up at 3 a.m. and sitting in all the incredible rigor and through an enormous amount of pain. But at the end of that week, he had, an ex- he had experiences of great surrender and joy and the oneness of all things, and he was just all gaga about that experience and said, boy, you know, I never had anything like that when I was doing all that gentle walking and mindfulness stuff, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, this, this must really be it. And uh, what I tried to discuss with him is whether we're going to forever see the point of Zen as inducing certain kinds of states of consciousness in ourselves, whether the point, you know, if it is, I mean, if you want to to do that, if you think that uh, the point of practice is... um, an incredible endorphin rush, uh, then that kind of practice is more likely to induce it uh, intensely. Um, The dilemma is what happens uh, the day after the sashin ends, and the day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that. Uh, What about that kind of practice gets translated into how you live the rest of your life? Where does that joy go? How is it going to be there when you're not pushing yourself into this kind of uh, extremity? See, in a certain sense, what we try to define here and what we're going to do even more explicitly at our next um, session at Garrison is try to understand what post-enlightenment practice looks like? What is it after you've had one of your 
intense, joyful moments, how do you carry that forward? What does it mean to not be always trying to make that happen, but live as if it's already happened? To live as if non-separation, impermanence, emptiness. The joy of this moment is available whatever we're doing, not just when we're pushing ourselves to some extreme in order to have an intense experience. See, this kind of practice that we do here is really intended to stay on the cusp of our everyday life, to give us a chance to practice in a steady, rigorous way, pretty much every day with a sashin every month and longer ones many times a year, but in a way that stays closely connected to the routines of your daily life, that doesn't um, split it off into, uh, the well, someday I'll have a chance to go away and I'll go live residentially for a while or do a month somewhere. Some of you have had a chance to do that, and it's fine. Uh, But this is all about what do you do afterwards? How do you carry it forward into the rest of your life? We really want this to be something that is ongoing and sustainable, not just something that a bunch of uh, 25-year-olds can do when they can uh, sit you know, and lotus uh, 16 hours a day, but something that uh, 60-year-olds can do uh, one decade after another uh, throughout their life. How do we keep that going? How do we keep the Dharma manifesting in the life uh, we're actually living? <laughs> 